Today on Locked On Rockies, let's talk about that viral video. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 23rd day of August in the year 2022. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, your Rockies fan extraordinaire, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And you were talking about the Rockies every single day right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. All you got to do is search Locked On Rockies and you'll be taken to where you need to go. We also stream our episodes live on YouTube and you can subscribe on YouTube and be a part of the show. Today on Locked On Rockies, I wanted to have some fun. I, I, you know, at this point in the year and with the Rockies right now, off day yesterday, short, quick little series coming up here. Uh, the, the big stuff with the Rockies, the more analysis-driven stuff with the Rockies will come against the Mets later on, how the Rockies will will handle uh, dealing with DeGrom. Uh, they, uh, about an hour ago, uh, it was confirmed that DeGrom is going to start against the Rockies on Thursday. Uh, so that's one thing to keep your eye on. So I wanted to talk about today in the world of professional baseball and in the world of entertaining news. Did you all see the video of the person who forms the hot dog straw and then proceeds to drink a beer out of it? And now... You kind of sit there and you might go through it and you kind of sit and you might be horrified. You might be like, what is going on? What is this guy doing? It is, I when I first watched it, I was curious about the, the people next to him. Did anyone say anything to the guy that just decided to pull a straw, poke a hole through the whole hot dog, and then proceeded to start drinking the beer out of the hot dog? And then... I was kind of in the camp of this was crazy, this was crazy, and I still kind of am. But on the flip side, hot dogs, beer, they kind of go hand in hand. They, you, you, and same with brats as well. You know, beer battered, there's a lot of beer battered stuff or beer involvement when it comes to hot dogs and, and things like that. So I kind of thought, when I saw this video, this could be the next big promotional item. This is some team, I guarantee you, I bet you, next year in the minor leagues or even at the majors, because we see the major leagues uh, do some uh, interesting things when it comes to uh, ballpark food in some places. The hot dog straw is going to be a hot ticket item. And the Rockies could be at the forefront. Imagine, you know, trying to drink a beer from a Rocky dog or one of those footlong monsters. Because it's not that crazy. You think the flavors, you think everything that mixes together, you think that's, I think that's a pretty good combo. Uh, it's Once you get past the initial shock factor, the initial whoa of a guy hollowing out a hot dog in public, dropping it in an expensive beer, and then drinking the beer through the hot dog. Because I'm mean, imagine after he drinks the beer through the hot dog, he eats the hot dog. Right? Because I mean, now it's, not, it's all soaked in beer and that flavor is probably delicious. So we can't sit out here. We can't be out here casting stones 
against the beer hot dog straw guy. I think it is something we need to consider. I think there might even be a trend. Don't you think that there will be another copycat now? There will be another person out there that's going to go out and record at the ballpark them drinking through the hot dog straw. This is, a, I'm telling you, the marketing people are already on this. They're already looking at this as an opportunity to turn it into a promotional item. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Why are we talking about the hot dog straw guy? Well, it's just because the the Rockies simply haven't given us a ton to talk about of late. We kind of broke down in the last episode in yesterday's episode the weekend. And I mean, that was a, a nice positive step. It wasn't great, but the Rockies did have a good winning weekend. But there's not enough really going on in terms of the Rockies at the Major League organization. That's uh, all that exciting at the moment if you're curious uh where's chris bryan well he's in a boot and the team hasn't decided if they're going to shut him down for the rest of the season elias diaz does remake uh, his return to the lineup here for the rockies and is in the lineup tonight but i wanted to start off by talking about the hot dog straw guy just because i think it's i i sometimes like to to take a look and, and go around in some random wacky stuff there's so many there's so much baseball and there's so much Rocky stuff that sometimes it's, it's hard to keep up with all of it. And then sometimes right now it's what more do you want? What more are you hoping for? And I think that uh, sometimes you kind of just got to take joys in a random dude just doing something absolutely crazy. But I want to I do want to know if you're listening to this, are you pro hot dog straw? Are you anti-hot dog straw? And you gotta have good reason. I mean, if it's gross, that's one thing. But it, but why is it gross? You're eating it. You're drinking it. You're, you'd be doing the same thing. Beer and hot dogs go together. I think. I think that we're sleeping on this. This potential. It, it's. It's just that it's a shock to the system. But I think that this is the next big promotional thing in baseball waiting to happen. I mean, you're, I mean, I can't sit here and deny that I wouldn't drink a beer through a straw made of hot dog. I think I would. I think I would. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that fun. I think the big one of the big things to watch for this series with the Rockies will be the return of Elias Diaz. What does that mean uh, for uh, the Rockies? Does he, are we going to get the offensive production from Elias Diaz? Uh, he has been someone uh, in, at the, in the second half of the season that was swinging the bat pretty well. Getting back to that Elias Diaz that uh, we we kind of uh, know and love. We did, we did a whole uh, conversation about how much Elias Diaz benefits from playing in the second half of the season. But, uh, you know, cold stretch before going on to the IL there. The last seven games before the IL, 154 average. 241 OBP, slugging at 269. That might be, you know, that injury could be a part of the reason there as well. We're not, I'm looking for Elias Diaz to do closer to what he does in his last 15 games. Batting 255, 367, 451 with a home run and, and good RBIs. I think if, I mean, you're, you're really getting more and you're getting uh, extra from Elias Diaz if uh, he's putting the ball over the wall. So it'd be nice if he was to, 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 to start hitting more home runs but 
even though as long as he's thumping it to the wall with enough juice for for some doubles or something like that it's uh pretty good but again Leas diaz hasn't seen the field in about 13 days uh after playing in that st louis game where he went one for three walk and a strikeout in that one so one of the players to watch there Leas diaz what his impact in uh the his return to the lineup is going to be let's keep talking about uh what we're hoping for, what we're looking for in this Rockies Rangers series. But before we do that, LinkedIn is the place to go for you to get the best hire for your job. And as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring so that your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. One thing to look for here in the Rockies would be to continue some good offense. The Rangers pitching staff is not necessarily a dominant one. Uh, outside of, of John Gray, they, they, they have some pretty high ERAs. And uh, going up against uh, tonight, 3-6 and six here from Dunning with a 4.06 ERA from Dane Dunning. Uh, in Dane Dunning's last seven games, giving up 16 earned runs, uh, 18 walks, 31 strikeouts, an ERA of four. He's heading into uh, Coors Field, a place where uh, the offense tends to go up a little bit. I didn't know if you, you knew that or not, but this should be an opportunity for the Rockies to go out there and uh, do some damage. I do think that the Rockies could position themselves in for a nice little sweep here. Both these teams kind of similar in record as well but uh the uh, i should i should bear in mind to hear that the uh rangers starter here uh martin martin perez uh for in the second game actually is nine and four with a 2.80 era whip of 1.20 strikeouts at 132 so so i shouldn't sit there and say that the rangers uh rotation hasn't been all that great and uh other than outside of john gray martin perez here having a pretty darn good season especially last seven Last seven games uh, there, 42 innings pitch, 30 hits, 14 earned runs, 23 walks, 46 strikeouts. That whip there pretty close to this season as well at 1.26. Uh, let's go back to Dane Dunning. Let's see what he did last time up here and see what if there's anything the Rockies can take advantage of here uh, and see if there will get a continuation. Uh, last uh, time out, four Dunning in a win. Six innings pitch, four hits, two earned, three walks, for strikeouts if the Rockies can draw some walks that's going to be nice now back-to-back -back games back-to-back -back starts for Dunning here with three walks and and there are places that uh, have very few uh, that have as many impacts and as many consequences due to walks than Coors Field if the Rockies can can get three four uh, multiple walks in a game set up some uh, some scoring opportunities or some free passes that's going to be key to getting out and getting out ahead early I think the Rockies definitely want to get up 
early. They don't want to be playing catch-up in this series. They don't want to be playing uh, catch-up against a team that they, I think that they think that they can handle quite well uh, in the Rangers here. And uh, when they, these two teams did play, but it was earlier in the season. So, uh, you know, not too, too much you can kind of compare since then. But of course, uh, the Rockies will be getting, uh, don't, I think the, we're in, when these matched up, let's, let's see. ESPN. Anyway. In the other two games, the Rockies did beat the Rangers in both games here. They can uh, win the entire series, uh, season series there uh, if they continue to win. The Rockies 6-4 win in the first game and then a 4-1 to win. Uh, but this was the beginning of the year. These were, uh, <laughs> the Rockies were improved to 3-1 and in that series, then to 4-1. and uh, there early on not much you can kind of take from that this is a completely different looking team with a bunch of different factors here uh it, it, not much you can kind of take away from that you know no chris bryant in in, in this situation but here's hoping montero continues to to carry some uh some thump in the bat and and get some home runs this is a lineup this is a team that that has given up runs this is a team even though they have some good pitchers is a team as that that has given up some uh, a, a good chunk of runs here. Let's take a look here at uh, the Rangers when it comes to uh, the pitching stats here. Um, and bum, 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 bum. You know they they aren't a team that is necessarily the, the one thing that they have over the Rockies in terms of their 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 uh, their starters is they are striking out more per nine. That's one thing the Rockies got to uh, watch out for. And when it comes to uh, the the relief pitching, the, the Rangers do have some players that are that could be, that are averaging close to double digits or over double digits uh, in terms of strikeouts per nine innings. And the Rockies will see two of them uh, at least, not, a, not above nine, I should say, uh, but Martin Perez is averaging eight. And uh, Dane Dunning right behind at 7.8 strikeouts per inning. So one way that the Rockies can get themselves in trouble, as they have gotten themselves in trouble all season long, is by striking out. This is, would be a great tone center to go into the game two to, to get the sweep, the little quick sweep if you're looking to go that. Dunning's got those back-to-back -back games of three walks. Draw the walks, eliminate the strikeouts. Good quality at-bats should set up nicely for the Rockies to be able to put in some runs and score some as well let's take a look at the rockies lineup here and uh kind of keep an eye on something uh that i that i'm going to be curious to see if, if the rockies will continue to do in this at this point in the season and then where they are at uh but before we do that let's take a brief moment okay uh, here in this point in the season, and at least looking at the ESPN lineup, I'm not sure. I will be curious to see how much the Rockies are going to be using Ryan McMahon in the leadoff position. I don't necessarily know if I love Ryan McMahon leading off for the Rockies, but I do like the idea of at least trying out to see and kind of moving some of these pieces around and, and, and seeing what you can kind of build behind. Because... When you look at how this lineup is constructed, McMahon, Rogers, Blackman, Crone, Iglesias, Gritchick, Diaz, Hilliard, and Bernard, 
you don't really hate the flow of that. I do like the one-two punch of Rodgers and McMahon. I wish uh, we wish that we were getting more from Connor Joe, and the slump wasn't so bad for Connor Joe at this point in the year. It'd be still nice to have him at the top of the lineup, but. I don't mind mixing this up, giving McMahon an opportunity to kind of uh, keep building on that four-game hitting streak, seeing that Ryan McMahon has been hitting the ball and seeing the ball a little bit better here uh, over the past couple of weeks, giving him an opportunity to get the maximum amount of at-bats and see what he can do with them. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. And, of course, definitely fine with Rodgers sitting in that two-hole, three-hole all the time. I think that's where Brendan Rodgers should live. Two hole, three hole. That's where that's where I'm hoping to see those two continue to be uh, a, a nice dominant force there for the Rockies. No Montero in this one. I really want to see going forward how those three look in the lineup together. We saw it a little bit this weekend, uh, of course, but I'm really hoping to see more of what those three look like when they are built into the lineup close to each other to see how they can go off of each other and build off of each other in the lineup. Is there an ideal way to do it? Is Montero the one to lead off into those two? Is it better to have Rodgers lead into those two? Yeah, it's something interesting and, and to keep our eyes and minds on for the future. Charlie Blackman, we'll see again, like it at the three spot and Crone. Hopefully we can start getting CJ Crone who desperately needs to break out of this slump. The Rockies need a lot more from CJ Crone. You can see uh, one of the things that has been getting in the way of their run producing is uh, is CJ Crone not doing what he has done this season. It has been a tough, tough second half of this of the season for CJ Crone, and hopefully now nice little two game set against the team uh, that the Rockies feel that they can beat uh, in the Rangers should hopefully be the antidote here. Eric Harper in the live chat says, Brennan has been my favorite part of the season. Connor and Larissa are up there too. Yeah, those are uh, all pl- all spots that you should feel good and uh, and happy about. Uh, unfortunately, we wish for more from Connor Joe, but maybe some injury stuff there. But, I mean, he's, he's, he's still got some pretty all right numbers. Unfortunately, just hasn't been able to get – he hasn't been given a lot of opportunities to kind of uh, shake out – and uh, work through this slump. I'm going to be curious if if he might start getting more here uh, sometime soon. Rockies, not a lot of experience against Dunning here. Uh, most people just with a couple of bats uh, from the earlier in the year when the uh, these two teams met up. Iglesias has the most at-bats with four against uh, Dunning here. On the bump for the Rockies tonight, Herman Marquez. Really want Herman to, do, to get the strikeouts. I mean, these look like two pitchers that have kind of had similar years uh, here in Marquez and Dunning. Uh, pretty similar across the board. Marquez giving up more hits, but uh, tied in strikeouts and Dunning with only three more walks. Marquez, however, much more likely to give up the long ball at 21. And this is a Rangers lineup that, that does have the ability to hit the ball over the wall and they are playing some good baseball of late coming off of three straight wins uh, against the twins there at target field so uh, the rangers are coming into course field with a good little bit of momentum eric uh, harper in the live chat says rogers future seems really bright yep there was some people that were were not too uh thrilled with rogers at the beginning of the year but we have seen that he is really good and he is going to be a nice special piece for the colorado rockies and someone that will contribute i i think 
Uh, he plays elite defense. He's got a great bat. He's uh, been easily the best player on the Rockies this year outside of the first month of the season. And if that wasn't one thing that stuck out so mightily, if it wasn't so bad, uh, Rodgers would have been easily an all-star this year for the Rockies. Uh, short and sweet little pod today, folks. We're going to keep it uh, tight, like I said. We're going to kind of see what's going on uh, in the world here of Rockies baseball once they get back in action. And uh, we want to have had some fun. So, again, let me know what you feel about the beer hot dog straw. And let me know what you think about the Rockies by following us on Twitter at LO Rockies or me directly at Paul Holden 33. You can also stream the show live on YouTube, Locked on Rockies. Your subscription to Locked on Rockies is a massive, massive help. And if you want to stay up to date with all things in the world of Major League Baseball, we'll check out the Locked on MLB podcast. And don't miss anything going on with the Broncos, Nuggets, and Avalanche with the Locked on Broncos, Avalanche, and Nuggets podcast, all free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. Folks, until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.